0: Hi there! Welcome to Crazy Good God Podcast. I'm Nancy Teague and pleased to have you join me. Check out www.crazygoodgod.org for more info about me and this podcast. What does holy mean? When you think of God's holiness, does it stir up a fear in you? More than 30 years ago, I remember someone describing holy as pure. Without spot or wrinkle, upright, untouchable, not even a fleck of dust is near God. The purity of holy means God is unapproachable, like keep your distance, worship from afar. Holy is tied into the fear of God. Goodness me, now I look at these words to describe holy, and I see they fit man. Just think how we can elevate certain people as being so virtuous, so moral, so upright, that we feel they are unapproachable because they're so good, so right, so holy. They are above us. They are better than us. They are more spiritual than us. We value them, but we know we can never achieve their status or their actions. So what is the biblical meaning of holy? The Greek word for holy is hagios. It means other than, nothing like it. Now, that's a pretty simple definition, but that's it. Sure different from the lengthy description man determined. All right, let's think of Jesus who said, If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. The Father and I are one. The fullness of the deity dwells in bodily form. Here's Jesus, fully God, yet paradoxically fully man, holy, and approachable, relatable. Hey, have you ever sensed his holy presence? The first time for me was when I was around nine. It wasn't scary. It was like, what, what is this? I was in church, a little small church called the First Christian Church in which I grew up, waiting for the service to begin. Suddenly, I feel this presence. It was like, wow. I looked around to see if anyone else felt it, and everybody looked normal. Then the pastor stepped up to the podium for the announcements and said, I feel God's presence today. You know what happened? The presence left. And I found myself so mad at the pastor. Oh my goodness, here's a dream I had years ago that I realize now gives us more understanding of what holy really means, has nothing to do with distance or better than. I was in my art studio with a friend. We were standing in my studio talking. All of a sudden, God's presence showed up. We couldn't see him, but we felt him. He filled the room. His presence was a staggering, truly other than. We both had this shocked look on our faces with a mixture of fear and delight. We said nothing. We had no words. We were simply overcome by his glorious presence. Speaking of staggering, it was impossible to keep standing. Down we went onto the floor overcome by this profoundly overwhelming holy love and His presence. When I woke up, I wished it could happen again. It was amazing, and I couldn't wait to tell my friend. And when I did, she loved it. Isn't that fascinating to have fear and joy at the same time in God's holy presence? This holy fear had nothing to do with being afraid of God. I'd say it was a wondrous holy reverence. Now, Brennan Manning was a Catholic priest, became an alcoholic, lived homeless, and one day he encountered God's grace while lying in the gutter, drunk. God restored him. Manning's insights on God are deep. I recommend his books. Manning's definition of the fear of God relates to my experiential dream of encountering God's holy presence. Manning states, the fear of God is radical amazement, affectionate awe, and silent wonder at the infinite goodness of God. Let me repeat that. The fear of God is radical amazement affectionate awe and silent wonder at the infinite goodness of God. I love that definition, and I feel my dream fits what Manning was describing, connecting the fear of God with his goodness. And I think holy brings a response of how astonishing God is. Let's look at Isaiah six, one through three, an old testament Example of astonishment that happened in Isaiah's vision. He saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above the Lord stood seraphim, and they cried out to one another like an echo that reverberated across the heavens Holy, holy. Holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Why did they repeat holy, holy, holy? Because they saw there is nothing like him. He is other than holy, 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 the only word that could be uttered, and the only word worth repeating about the Lord. And in light of that, it's like holy is ineffable. Ineffable means words cannot describe. Holy is too beautiful for words. I had this amazing dream years ago that ties in with this word Ineffable. In the dream, I saw a thin veil like a translucent curtain hanging upright over what looked like rows of words. I was straining in the dream to read what the words were behind the veil, even trying to focus just to make out letters. I wanted to see and know so bad I kept looking, but I couldn't make out the words. Or any statement. And then all of a sudden, the veil disappeared, and the words, the letters, they fell to the ground in a jumbled mess. I was shocked looking at this pile of letters that I thought were really important. It was actually kind of funny looking at this pile. In light of it, it was comical. All the letters jumbled in a heap of meaninglessness. What I thought must be so important was not significant or necessary at all. All my straining to see, to understand was useless. Words were not important. The bottom line, words are meaningless when it ultimately comes to knowing God. Because there's only one word, the logos of God. Do you know that logos in the Greek means embody an idea, a thought? Logos is the sum total of logic. God's conclusion of everything is found in the Word. And the Word is Jesus, a person. No words, no letters, no pictures, no images, no idols we make, no places, no activities are comparable to Jesus the word made flesh how did god show that he is approachable when man believed he was not when jesus took his last breath and gave up his spirit scripture says the veil of the temple was torn into from top to bottom matthew 27:51 now here's a fascinating fact The veil was a man's handbreadth thick. It was 60 feet long and 30 feet high. So just imagine ripping from top to bottom was supernatural. What was behind that veil in the temple? The Holy of Holies. Only one priest could go behind the veil annually to minister to God for all the people. Just think about the incredible consequences when Jesus gave up his spirit and suddenly, unexpectedly, the veil that keeps the Holy of Holies hidden and basically inaccessible to normal folk is ripped in two. God became accessible. Can you imagine those priests scared out of their living daylights? Hebrews 10 Verses 19 through 23 clarifies what this torn veil meant for mankind. Therefore, having boldness, the Greek means freedom of speech, to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. And so let us draw near, get close With a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the confession of our hope, without wavering, for He who promised is faithful. When Jesus died, we all died. Jesus' death reconciled us, restored us, made us new. It is finished. All that needs to happen is for each one to be awakened to this wondrous truth of restoration. God is other than, nothing like him. To see that is for you to grasp that you reflect him. Check out this scripture in Ephesians 1.4. He chose us in Jesus before the foundation of the world. That we be, and that word be in the Greek means I am. We, I am holy and without blame before, in front of, before the face of him in love. Let me repeat that verse again. It is so deep with eternal truth. And it's about everybody. He chose us, mankind, in Jesus, before the foundation of the world, that we be holy and without blame before him, in love. To build on Ephesians 1.4, let's look at 1 Peter 1.6. Peter writes, It is written, Be holy, as I am holy. Years ago, I heard a prophet teacher explain the Greek tense of this is like God saying, Here, have my holiness. And it's kind of like the verse in Mark 11, verse 22. Have faith in God. The Greek tense means have the faith of God. Now that's a big difference. It's His faith and He gives it to us. We have none. May the truth of these verses well up in you. Holy is a big deal because it's about God and You. The real understanding of holy shows us who God really is and who He's called you, all of us, to be. Beautiful reflections of the Holy One, uniquely other than, nothing like it. Delight in your true identity and may your eyes be open and my eyes be open to see more and more others' true identity, even if it's hidden in them because of the difficulties of their life. The holy treasure that's in there is never leaving. Embrace your Holy One because He is always embracing you as His beloved Holy One. Bliss to you and never forget, God is absolutely crazy about you.